You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Danica Meyer. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together, we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks. And the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Welcome. It's so nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. It's good to it's good to see you. Although we were just talking about not being able to see each other and then you did the little like hey symbol. The I don't even know what that's the hang thumb loose. The, the little finger hang like loose. is that what it's called? Hang loose. Hang loose, yeah. <laughs> I never heard of like hang loose. I feel like all I can think of is testicles. Hanging hanging loose testicles. So you're joining us all the way from Copenhagen today. Yes, I am. I have been in Copenhagen since the start of COVID. I had a a, a random move from yeah. Los Angeles. So Wow, I mean especially Denmark as well. Like that, that that's such a it's not the normal choice choice for people to go to. No, I actually have dual citizenship. My dad lives here and my grandparents live here. So could you tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself? Yes, I am a cam girl and Mm -hmm. an OnlyFans creator. And I also write and do a little bit of acting and producing. And I have a website where you can host a workshop, like a paid workshop, um, called Money Mama Club. Amazing. Yeah. You, so, you, so you founded that whole that whole company and it's all about women empowering other women, right? And like sort of using our talent skills to teach other people and also to earn a little bit more of an income as well. Exactly. Um, I founded it during the start of COVID and the pandemic. Uh... So as a place for women, all women, including sex workers, um, to turn their skills or talents into a digital product. Mm-hmm. And so I have a, it's free to join and I have a free workshop on there that helps you get started in like processing how exactly do you turn what you know in your brain into a product that you can sell mm-hmm. um, online. Uh, and yeah, so just doing a lot of promo for that now. It's, it's slow, but um, I think it has potential for yeah definitely I think I think also like you launched it at the perfect time this is when Mm -hmm. people are sort of like they've got a little bit more time to learn like do courses online and everything's online at the moment the pandemic's not really going anywhere anytime soon as well how have you been finding camming and OnlyFans during lockdown and all of our sort of pandemic locked in our houses times Um, It's been an interesting uh, ups and downs because while I can technically work from anywhere as a cam girl, I have been quarantined with my dad um, for the first three months um, or four months even. So actually my entire income switched to OnlyFans only because then I could manage, you know, when he was out of the house grocery shopping or whatever, taking photos and making videos. 
um, and my live streaming income pretty much went down to nothing. And that kind of inspired the whole Money Mama idea mm-hmm. because the way that the business model for OnlyFans works basically is that you make one piece of content, a photo or a video, and then it's like, how many people can I get to look at this? So that compared to live streaming was super fascinating to me. I was like, wow, then it's just two minutes doing the nude stuff. And then like all the rest of the time is marketing, which is what I went to college for. It's what I used to um, work in before I quit for uh, online sex work. And yeah, so it was like the the pandemic really flashed that light bulb for me where mm. I was like, I'm, I'm just trading time for money. So that's what I've really been working towards is growing my ranking on um, OnlyFans. But now I have my own place again. What's your ranking? <laughs> I am in the top 4.5% right now. Nice. So. Okay, let's get into the juicy stuff. Fuck number one. The last fuck. My last fuck. Uh, My last fuck was a Tinder match who lives um, four hours away. He lives in a different city. Um, And it was like two and a half weeks ago, two or three three weeks ago when he was nice. coming to visit and he's coming back today. Oh, he's on today. today. <laughs> yes. yeah. He's coming back this weekend. So I'm excited. So you're ready for your next fuck. <laughs> our, yeah. Our second. I'm really excited. It's good that you're having a second. What, what made it become a second? Mm-hmm. Um, we had a really good, I mean, it was a very like comfortable and safe feeling first time. Mm-hmm. Like we, we chatted before meeting uh, a couple of weeks and then we fucked immediately (laughs) per per my request. I was straight up like, I would like to make out now. Let's, (laughs) we've had two glasses of wine. Let us commence. Yeah, I think that's important. I think people build up to this idea of the the shagging and that becomes like so full of pressure and terrifying for a lot of people. I think people should fuck first and then deal with the rest afterwards. If you're you're willing to like give a piece of yourself like that away, depending on, on your thoughts about, sex I I wouldn't be giving a piece away but for a lot of people that would be yeah well yeah I guess it's that whole argument of um don't fuck on the first day or like if you fuck straight away it's gonna like mean that they're not gonna be as interested and like it's kind of odd I I kind of like agree and disagree with it because I think in some circumstances, and it depends who it is, I think it really doesn't matter if you fuck straight away or whatever. Like, it really doesn't because if they're interested in you, then they're going to be interested in you nonstop. But sometimes I think it depends on the way the person has kind of been brought up or, like, the way that they interact with dates. And then, so, then it might actually cause... I don't know a difference. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly just don't know. It's like mm-hmm. one of those. It's kind of like a myth, but then is it? It's a, it's confirmation bias. That's my opinion. That we like because my thinking was that he lives four hours away and he's just visiting for a week, so I didn't care. Yeah. So then I was like, I don't care if we have sex on the first meeting because I think you're fun and you know hot and I want this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I wasn't expecting like the conversation to continue so much after. And I really the banter mm. to be good. And then he was oh, like, yeah. I'll come back. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> Are you sure? Like, okay. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> for me? <laughs> You're not going to disappear? That's weird. Oh, so, so you were actually expecting him because you fucked on the first day to like kind of lose interest? More because he lived so far away. Yeah. Not like I, I wasn't thinking about fucking on the first date or not because I was like, he lives far away. And so who cares? Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. A lack of pressure and like the, a lack of like, exactly of expecting more probably made, made them want to see you again, made you want to see him again because there was no sort of like, oh, well, we're going to like be boyfriend and girlfriend and settle down and get married and have kids. It was all just like, we're just fucking and that's it. Yeah. Oh, we're going to hang out like three times a week and all your free time is with me. And because yeah. I've had, of course, so many of the, of the opposite experience where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's potential here, but the potential is totally freaking me out. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to have sex and I don't want to, and I'm weird. And if we do have sex, I'm going to be like angry that at myself, if it doesn't work out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so much mental pressure. I think that's the thing. It's, it can be quite toxic. Because people can tell, right? If you're like, if you're really into that person and it's almost like, I don't want to have sex in case I ruin this situation, people can pick up on that and then it's not comfortable. And people just want to yeah. feel comfortable. And it would yeah. it to be easy. And, and we sometimes self-sabotage ourselves, making it complicated because we, la- we allow our feelings to get in the way. There's nothing wrong with that. We're only human. But it's just like, and then before you know it, like you've already ruined something that could be perfectly like acceptable or they've ruined it even because they were too nervous or um, yeah, put too much like strain on the whole thing. Well, I guess that just goes into like putting too much pressure onto dating and and yeah. like meeting new people regardless. Mm-hmm. Like you should never really go into a situation like thinking it's going to go somewhere or like putting the pressure on it. It should always be just like, see how it goes. Um, if you end up fucking, you fuck. If you don't, you don't. Like if it moves somewhere else, it moves somewhere else. Like it shouldn't, you should never put the pressure on it in the first place because that is when things do mess up and you've got to have that like open communication from the start, I guess. Yeah, for sure it's like well, we've all done it we've all been there so hard though I know so like, what about when you want it <laughs> when I want it yeah. we're so programmed to overthink and and plan stuff we just we get carried away with ourselves and we start fantasizing about this potential relationship that we might have yeah. and like, I just so don't true. think majoritively generally speaking men do that men just sort of go with the flow um, right. Of course, there are mm-hmm. exceptions to the rule, and you know, some people will fantasize, and other people will just go with the flow, just trying to get into that yeah. mindset, like just gonna <laughs> go with the flow and just do whatever, man, and try and be like really cool about it. If I start seeing someone, I like automatically just think about what our kids will look like. Yeah. Just, like yeah. <laughs> I wonder what our wedding would be like. Oh, what the, what would the proposal be like? What about how many children will we have? And it's like, fuck off. <laughs> we haven't even fucked yet. Leave me alone. <laughs> Exactly. I tell myself to fuck off like three times a day yeah. at least. I'm like, shut up. Stop. What what are you even talking about? You don't even know this person. Yeah, like reality check. Like bring yourself back down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> fuck two. The first fuck. 
my first time was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, I was 15 and it was with a, like, uh, like the lead singer of, you know, the band that all of my friends had also hooked up with, if not slept with as well. It was just like, it, yeah, just a, a really cliche, like super hot band guy, lead singer. Why um, band members? How? I don't know. I don't like anyone in a band now. Which I want, you know, I want you to have play sports. I like guys who play sports now and have, yeah. Um, but we, so it was at a party, uh, mm-hmm. everybody was, you know, hanging out and I was spending the night and, but then we ended up just going off to a bathroom and I did it on a bathroom counter oh, for my no. first time. No. Yeah. Oh, please. Like it's okay for a quick no one can enjoy themselves. It's more like a experience. Like let's fuck in a public bathroom. Oh, people are outside. Yeah. I was lying about my age. I'm sure I said I was like 17 or I was only 15. I said I was like 17. I was going to say there's such bad stigma around people who have their virginity. It's supposed to be this like really horrible, awkward moment in our lives. And so we end up, yeah, lying to protect ourselves and protect that, like the shame that we're still a virgin, which is just so damaging, you know, just be open. Just be like, yeah, I'm still a virgin. I'm like, that's just the way it is. I'm cool with that. You should be cool with that too. I feel like people should know. So at least they can have sex in a different way, potentially. Yeah. And then we grow up and it's like, oh, now all of a sudden it's a great thing that your number yeah. is low. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. I hate that. Like what? You're a, you're a self-proclaimed slut. You've had sex with this many people. What? what? Oh, no, no, please. Go back to being a virgin. That's so complicated. It's yeah. so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. But I guess like... That must have been quite awkward in a bathroom as well. Like, what, did it hurt? Was it like... It pleasure? didn't hurt. That's good. It definitely wasn't pleasurable, but it didn't hurt. <laughs> that definitely wasn't pleasurable. Oh. No, no. The kissing was good. He was a good kisser, I remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the sex itself was not good. How did you feel like afterwards, like not enjoying your first time? Um, I I stayed the night and then we ended up sleeping together again on the couch Uh Um, I felt a a little bit better about that that one was actually I thought good and pleasurable um but yeah in in hindsight I'm always kind of like ah I guess it's just become more of like a funny story about my first time but yeah I didn't have like love sex for like four years after losing my virginity I was I did not have boyfriends the the contrast that must have been like exponential like oh my goodness what why have I not been having sex while I've been in love what the hell (laughs) exactly yeah and it's just changed it completely now I like I mean once in a while a casual hookup is fine but yeah I mean the the connect like having sex and having connection is Mm -hmm. a completely different game yeah it's so good I mean even a little bit of chemistry like I, when I was first starting to have sex, I didn't need anything. Yeah. I didn't need anything except just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think hey, like, also just like those, um, I don't know, like I guess casual sex 
can be really fun but it can just be just like oh why like why did I do that especially when you're doing in really random places like bathrooms I remember once when I had I had sex in a bathroom at a hostel once and like he bent me like over the toilet and I was just (laughs) like this is like (laughs) I was like this doesn't feel good i'm literally looking into a toilet oh my god what am i doing it's filthy as hell but i love that shit it's so nasty (laughs) you're like oh wow i can still see skid marks in the toilet and i'm gonna fuck at this time oh no i I think maybe the toilet seat was down so i didn't like quite see any skid marks in the toilet But it still was just like a little, a grotty little like hostel room. And afterwards, I felt like really like, ew, yeah. why did I do that? Yeah. Ew. And then I crawled yeah. into bed with, um, I left this guy's hostel room and went back to my own one and crawled into bed with a guy that was in my hostel room. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, can you cuddle me, please? Oh, please hold to, me. I just need a cuddle. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel dirty, but cuddle me. Cuddle the stench off. I know. I didn't like wash or anything. I was <laughs> just like, I just really need a cuddle. Right okay, now. I just need to get out of here. That's so good. Oh, no. I fucking own it. Yeah. But I guess um, after your toilet experience, you did you just like go on and like go, go back to like the house party? Yeah, and so that was the thing too. We did the walk of shame out of the bathroom where oh, like people were like, yeah. they knew, they knew. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah, and then we partied, and then when everybody fell asleep, I just like crawled on top of him uh, on the couch, and then I had my second first time. <laughs> I feel like the second first time is always just like a little bit better because you're feeling like um like you've got that little bit of confidence and you're just like okay now now I can have sex. I've had sex. Yeah. Like now I now I know how it goes. I know what to do. Yeah, I got on top. I was really like, yeah, <laughs> it was bossy the second <laughs> time around. I had my second time was shower sex as well. It's like w- w- we really who did. Do we like, think we are. Who yeah. did we think we are? I did want to mention. Um, I did recently have sex, but without a connection, and it was really good sex. So I think that you can possibly do it. It you can have good sex where you just you meet someone. I mean, we fucked within two hours of meeting each other. Barely had spoken a word. Hadn't followed each other on social media or chatted to each other. <laughs> And yeah, we we just ended up having really, really great sex. It was a key in a lock moment. Oh. The penis fit perfectly. It was so communicative. And I was like, nice. yeah, wow. I, was, I was blown away. I was honestly blown away. Yeah. Like just that whole transaction of it. Yeah, I, I definitely think you can have good sex without a connection as well. Mm. But like, like, it's just a different, it's just a different thing. It's like, it's a different type of sex. I it's think. like masturbating when you're horny and when you're not horny you know yeah they are two different things sometimes you can literally just be set off by the tiniest little movement and other times it takes you fucking like hours to be able to reach orgasm and you're like oh i'm just may as well give up fuck this yeah yeah fuck three the best fuck it was when i was like 22 uh, mm-hmm. When I first started dating my most serious boyfriend, like the longest I dated someone for five years, and we broke up in 2017. So this was like one of the very first times we had um, slept together and we were like 
having a, a movie night where we were on his bed and then I had a friend um, over and he had a friend over and they like everybody was in the room and it was dark and we were watching a movie and we had just been fooling around the whole time, but like mm-hmm. not having sex, but just fooling around the entire movie. And then finally the movie ended and everybody got up to go to the bathroom or get a snack or whatever. And we just fucked so quickly, but so <laughs> like explosively, we both came at the same time. Like, you know, it was just like minutes, like as soon as everybody left the room, it was like instant sex. And we both just came within minutes, which I love. Like if the sooner I could mm-hmm. get off, I don't really don't like marathon bangs. I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. When I can both go multiple times. Yeah. Like I can keep going, but mm-hmm. each time should be short. <laughs> mm, sounds fucking good. So, <laughs> was this the first time that you both had slept together as well? No, it wasn't our first time, but it was in like, it was maybe, you know, second or third. It was in like that really like first, first. You like can't keep your hands off each yeah. other. And... Like that. That's fucking hilarious as well. The fact that you're in a room full of people and they <laughs> yeah. all probably knew that you were fooling around. They were <laughs> desperate to leave. Like as soon as the movie's over, like, fuck, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. People are having sex next to me. Yes. Well, no, oh they they didn't know. Did they know? Did they know that was happening? You can't not I'm, know. I'm still friends with. Uh, I mean, my my girlfriend who who was over. I'm still friends with her. We've never ever ever spoken about it. <gasps> really? <traumatized>. Maybe. <laughs> I just, I literally I just saw her. this was like eight years ago. I wow. guess eight yeah seven or eight years ago and and I just saw her yeah the other day and. Please ask her. <laughs> but they weren't actually, wait, they weren't actually in the room when you had sex. No. They were, no. they left the room. But we had been them. like making out the whole movie and like. I was going to say, you can tell when people are like, because it's like noisy and like sloppy and then hands are going everywhere and rustling of covers. Even if you're under the covers, people know. Yeah. That yeah, sounds yeah. so cute though. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. So what made that fuck the best fuck? So like the, the, the secret foreplay, like I definitely have a thing for like, you know, we're not supposed to be hooking up right now and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and be quiet. And like that whole vibe is really sexy to me. So that's already <laughs> like my, my fantasy in real life kind of. And then mm-hmm. also the, like the nostalgia of it being you know, the person that I ended up spending most of my adult uh, romantic experiences with. Yeah. And um, yeah. And just, I mean, he just had a really big dick. (laughs) (laughs) It was a perfect dick. It fit your lock. Yeah, exactly. It's not about the size. We're not Not, size queen. It's not about the size. No, it really, it really, really isn't. I have fallen in love with all sizes. Dicks mm-hmm. and vaginas, so it's really not about the dick size at all. Yeah, no, it do- it it actually doesn't though, because it is. It's just about the fit with you, and yeah. like everyone has completely different genitals, and like different shapes just work for different people. Yeah, exactly. I guess people are always asking that question: like, does size matter? And like, it's quite hard. I guess it's probably quite hard for um, people with penises to think that it doesn't because it does quite 
ultimately it does come up in conversation quite a lot that like we are pleasured more by a larger penis but it, it is just um the person using it really it re- it really is yeah i think if the penis i had the other day was bigger i, I wouldn't i probably wouldn't have enjoyed it so much at um <laughs> you're gonna be <laughs> the penis that i had the other day just gonna slap it i'm trying to think about it like relatively like as in from experience it's hard because obviously i've i've had thomas's penis for so long and mm-hmm. in my mind i think that's like the perfect penis um but it's not always sometimes it hurts and sometimes it like doesn't hit the sides but then sometimes it's too big it's also depends on like where your cycle is and what your vagina's saying as okay. well fuck number four the worst fuck the worst time i think it was also uh, around the beginning the, the dawn of sex in, in my life um it was the dawn of sex in the dawn of sex in my life um there was a guy from a different high school we didn't go to the same high school but we went to the, the same parties and it was like at a house party on a trampoline what <laughs> yeah and wait what yeah just in some crazy sex places on a, sex on a trampoline is really difficult and uncomfortable and it was like dark and we didn't know what we were doing and yeah it was so bad and people were like kind of noticing that we were rolling around on the trampoline oh yeah. fuck I, I feel like people might think that would be a good idea because you'd get more, like, momentum, some, yeah. like, <laughs> spring. You can't, you can't thrust. There's no way because, like, when it goes <laughs> down, it, like, bounces back. Oh, yeah, my God. Shit. shit, so never have sex on a trampoline. That is a lesson we have all learned. It's, it's quite a hard surface as well. So it's, yeah. like, you don't have, like, the soft comfort get of the rubber. bed. Like, yeah, like the knees can go into the bed and you kind of like meet each other more in the middle. It's like, mm-hmm. that's so funny. I'd love to fuck on a trampoline. It's like, a, like you're like a worm. You're just like... Because <laughs> I, like, I, um, I ha- my friend used to have a trampoline when I was younger. And also once you get on a trampoline, you just, you can't really stay where you are. Like it's hard move. to yeah. sit trampoline it's hard to like walk on a trampoline let alone actually fuck on it because you just have kind of no control of your own gravity I guess yeah, 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 yeah. you'll be I don't know because it's such like a flat thin surface which is bending every time you put like a little bit of weight and you're sort of like thrust like I don't know the balance is like completely off I can imagine getting like car sick almost from motion sickness <laughs> yeah yeah it just wasn't it really wasn't good was it, <laughs> and was like, it just like the, the momentum of it or was it the person as well like was there lack of communication or was it just not fun um, was it awkward I mean yeah lack of communication awkward positioning mm-hmm. awkward circumstances because it wasn't you know people were it wasn't private there's was people <laughs> like walking around <laughs> kind of questioning what was happening <laughs> yeah not not a total random like a somewhat boyfriend but uh still not not a love not a love fuck for sure mm. oh god like having sex in awkward places is just 
the worst. It's not good. No, I feel yeah. so sorry for 15-year-old me. I'm like, oh, my God. Girl, why did I do <laughs> that to you? Like, beds are just so comfortable. That's where I want to fuck most. That's where I, you know, like, I mean, it just sounds so basic, but it isn't. It's just comfortability. And, of course, I like if you're comfortable. Too. I really like couch. Yeah, couch. Yes. There's a lot to lean over, you know. Mm-hmm. And like... <laughs> yeah, the sofa is my, like, second favorite. I also kind of like kitchen counter fucks Mm. like when you're sort of like you're sitting on the edge of the counter and they're sort of fucking you because you've got your legs like wide open and like that's quite a good it sounds hot but then you have to make sure the kitchen height is the same height as their legs otherwise they're up on their tippy toes or they're too short that is true maybe it only works if you're like the perfect height for it it's like when we talk about shower fucks when we think that they're really hot and then it's obviously super awkward and one person's like on their tippy toes the other person's like crouching and it's just really hard on your legs i don't think i've ever had a good shower fuck like they're, they're always like it's kind of like oh cool like we're having sex like this is nice like but it's never like this is the best fuck or no. like it's never like crazy pleasurable I'm not sure like yeah. how often I've ever orgasmed in the shower but for some reason I don't stop trying to do it it's just the perfect it's the perfect place if you're both in the shower together because you're with Mm. each other naked and you just end up automatically like going to sex even though you know it's gonna be shit yeah why do i keep drinking like i know (laughs) the next day why do i do all these fun things it's fun at the time and you're like "Eh." the aftermath reed have you ever fucked anywhere like super super awkward you're gonna shout at me for bringing it up again but the last fuck that i had (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait what i thought this was amazing it was awkward position awkward position um so we we fucked three times in a row in in the in the in the session um and we went to go get more alcohol and we ended up i was like do you want to fuck outdoors like i haven't had the opportunity so we went into some bushes um and i was like it's still not covered up enough we climbed over a wall and fucked between these two trees outside this is like not last night the night before so it's like super fresh it was so uncomfortable on the pitch black floor there were twigs and stones everywhere oh and my I was god like i was constantly thinking about all the spy you know it's wolf spider season house spider season so i just kept imagining i was crushing all these like poor fucking spiders and insects um and because it's on the floor as well you don't have that like position you can't meet each other so his hip was riding into my thigh so badly um and I was just like we're gonna have to stop because I'm not enjoying this this isn't pleasurable for me it's an exciting experience and I enjoyed the experience it was fun but (laughs) I wasn't like my vagina was like nah 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 this ain't comfortable as we walked out we realized we were at the firefighter station in the garden I was like and we got caught on CCTV I was like oh shit wait you were on CCTV not not fucking just walking out together oh shit i would have thought if you were outside and there were trees about like you would just like do a standing up fuck i just didn't even think to do that we just went on the floor a standing (laughs) up fuck would have been great fuck number five the fuck that made me i was thinking about this before i got on and i guess it was uh so the same guy that I lost my virginity to, 
Um, I think maybe a year later, I think I was like 16 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we slept together again and he had gotten like a motel room because he, I don't remember if he like didn't like his roommates or he got kicked out or he was homeless. Like, I don't even want to know band guys. You know? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He got a motel, whatever. Uh-huh. And I went over and, um, I, uh, we had sex and I came for the first time. I like, I discovered the the confidence to actually just like take the clit rubbing into my own hands for the first time mm-hmm. after like so yeah I had been having sex for about a year um, and yeah we were in uh, we were doing it doggy and I just decided I was like this is doesn't it's like sex is not it sex ain't it I'm like I just need to like do what I do at home what I have yeah. been doing how I know how to come and yeah and then I came and I was like oh my god I literally (laughs) it like ended the crush on that guy I was like Um, you're an idiot like I barely need you you know like oh my god like you literally just fascinated with him yeah yeah as soon as I came I was like oh my god you're a moron like I don't need you I you could be anyone I have the choice like we have to at least sympathize with him he probably just didn't have the right sex education like he probably just had no idea no idea what he was doing he, he wasn't yeah, given yeah. the right resources I, I i i don't know like it's always that thing isn't it because obviously we all need the sex education but we all need to like also just want to learn like we all need to be like perceptive and like enjoy other people's pleasure because i think when it comes down to when I think a lot of the time it comes down to people just literally not really giving a shit about other people's pleasure and they're just being selfish. Yeah. But it depends on the age. I feel like it really, I feel like once you're past the age of Mm -hmm. of 17, then it's like, you need to start doing your research, not just looking at porn and thinking that that's like the sex education you're going to get. Like look at good informational sites, look at like actual reputable sources just type in google you know like you can see what's bullshit and what mm-hmm. what actually makes sense like read up on it look at look yeah. it up pay for yeah. services that are going to teach you you know yeah i think also going off back to the actual fuck i think it's so important to um actually get the confidence to be able to pleasure yourself during sex as yeah. well like start rubbing that clip because why, why wouldn't you when it's going to make the sex like 10 times better and especially yeah. in doggy like position that's like I've, I find that the perfect position to at least get my hands or a sex toy involved and it like yeah. really just pushes it like over the edge yeah. for fuck's sake this week's sex question is I'm 17 and female and I have just ended a one plus year relationship with my boyfriend as I'm going away next year and I don't want a serious relationship right now. It ended on great terms and we still talk regularly. We were just, we were talking about how the other day we both just wanted sex and he suggested that we should meet up and fuck. I really want to, but is it a good idea as we only broke up a couple of weeks ago? I feel like I'm completely over him, but I don't know if it's the same for him. However, he's the one who suggested we fuck and he said there'd be no feelings involved. Is it worth trying but risking our friendship? Please help. 
Hmm. Oh. So tricky. I mean, I, I think if you're getting the vibe from him that it might be more than a fuck to him, it's probably better to play it safe. Like we can get so caught up with our exes and especially because mm-hmm. they're comfortable and especially if the sex is good. Um, I, I feel like you might just need to, I mean, of course you can risk it. And also he needs to learn himself because maybe in his mind he does think it's going to be okay and then when you fuck he might actually realize like that he doesn't want to but i feel also we need to take that responsibility and go like right this actually might be an issue for them even though i'm cool with it and it might turn into something more or might get complicated or someone's feelings could get hurt yeah and also she doesn't know if she's completely over him either i I think that's dangerous territory i think it's just I agree. I, I think fucking exes is always just going to be complicated. Yeah. Unless you... If you communicate everything that you just said to us, to him, then maybe, like, maybe you could do it. Because, I mean, our friend Aloni, she's been fucking her ex, like, since they broke up and, like, they still have great sex. <laughs> Perfect. Good for her. <laughs> I am not friends with any of my exes. Definitely not fucking them neither i don't do i don't do friends with my ex no i feel like, you, you, I feel like some, <laughs> in some rare cases in some rare instances you can do it but i think it's so rare and i think it's hard to do i'm like you're dead to me <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve this anymore i i think yeah. it's i think the fucking bit is dangerous i think being friends with your ex is definitely doable and possibly you have great friendships but when you get sex back involved, it does complicate things. So just really have a think and chat to him about it beforehand if you are going to go ahead with it. So it's time for us to fuck off now. Danica, oh. thank you so much. It was so nice. It was thank so you. good. Sorry about all the technical issues this episode. Oh, not absolute nightmare. I've got like it a... makes me feel good, good yeah. I'm better about my it makes me feel better about my fuck ups <laughs> so, um so where can our curious fuckers find you uh you can follow me on instagram at danica with a k maya with an i at danica maya and you should join money mama um it's app.moneymamaclub.com Mm-hmm. Oh, also, what's your OnlyFans for the people that are like desperate <laughs> to check you out? And yeah, and my OnlyFans is uh, the same, Danica Maya, as my Instagram, onlyfans.com slash Danica Maya. And I have a, a link tree in my Instagram profile that has all of the uh, all of the links. Amazing. Your Instagram is so hot. You it's, like it's, it? I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Thank you. I put a lot of work into it. I have some fire coming out right now. So you really do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you have an amazing shag with this guy Thank that's you. coming down tonight. Yes. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Have Hopefully fun. Doesn't break my heart and waste my time. <laughs> no don't get my dreams no just go with all. the flow um and hopefully things will be, and communicate communicate everything and guys thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode of fucks given of course you can find us on social media come curious which is on instagram twitter and youtube baby as well as our personal accounts read amber x and florence bark and if you have a sex story or question, please email them in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. And you will hear us next week. Bye. Next week, baby. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and along with Tracy Cox, who is an international sex expert and author of 17 books, I co-host the podcast Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy, and it's S-E-X-T-O-K. And the reason we have it as Sex Talk is because we happen to be viral TikTok (laughs) stars at the moment with some of our videos getting over 1.1 million views. So listen to us. I am totally shy and squeamish. She is super open, British, and hilarious. Listen to us each week as Tracy answers three anonymously sourced questions about all the things you talk to your girlfriends about. Listen on Acast or wherever you get your podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Acast, 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 Acast recommends. recommends.